Humans are creatures of emotion. We can create a whole movie in our mind off of no evidence of fact. We can literally lose our minds off a whole scenario that doesn't exist. Sometimes bringing past outcomes into future experiences. Logic is when we can separate our emotions and make healthy conclusions based on facts. Easier said than done, right? Well, this week we will take a peek into the epic battle of emotions versus logic. I had to ask, logical mind versus an emotional heart. How do you create a healthy balance? Welcome to episode nine of Inside Jamari Fox, the podcast. Let's go deeper. It's just different. Happy Saturday. Happy uh, Saturday. Everyone. And by everyone, I mean me and karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I really don't appreciate this feeling like I'm not enough. You are definitely enough. Okay. okay. We, we were we were enough all season, last season. That's and right. Gonna a, and we're going to be enough today. Um Hello, everyone in the foxhole that's listening. Thank you so much for joining me on episode nine, which is our winter season finale before we come back next year. Uh, so we're taking a break. But I'm here with my co-host, Karaoke. Hello. And that's it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Kanye Shrug. Uh, how was your week this week? Um, it was very quiet. Very quiet in the office. Um I'm in the office three days a week now. I'm working from home a little bit. Um, but it was very quiet because everybody is getting ready for their holiday plans or they've already started their vacations or whatever. Um, since I don't really do Christmas shopping, um, mm. I haven't had very much to do. So I've just been like tidying up around my house and just trying to figure out like what I'm going to do with my life uh, in 2021. How's Did your you- week? <laughs> Well, quick question. Did you guys have a virtual Christmas party or no? No. I, um, my office actually... So, okay. So, this is real stupid. So, <laughs> I <laughs> so I get text messages from UPS when things are being delivered to my house. Mm-hmm. So, on, like, Thursday, I got a text message from UPS that says, Honey Baked Ham is delivering to your house. And I'm like, oh, I didn't have a honey baked ham. I didn't I didn't order a honey baked ham. Um, but like two weeks ago, because it was like right after Thanksgiving, I was like, I could go for a ham. I would like a ham. I should buy a ham. And then I looked at how much a ham was. And I was like, I'm not spending that kind of money on a ham. And it's just me and my husband. And that's it. Is, like, How much is a ham? They were like for 40 or $50. Oh. Which, I mean, it's not like shit tons of money, but I don't need to spend $40 on a ham for two people because I'm going to eat it like, you know how like on the holidays because you eat early. Um, mm-hmm. So you'll eat like lunch, like you'll eat like three times between like 3 p.m. and 11 p.m. Mm. Because nobody eats breakfast pre-holiday. So well, like, I mean, you usually eat the leftovers. Right. So like you, eat the, you eat the meal and then you like kind of pick on it 
throughout the day and then you eat dinner and then you have it for leftovers the next day. Um, and I'm not You'll a, be picking on that ham all the way till February. This is what I'm saying. Like, and I'm not that Freddy, much. Freddie, you still want ham? Right, you got like, a lot. Like, no, no, I am good on ham forever, I think, is the timeline <laughs> forever. So it's not that like the 40 or 50 bucks was too much to spend, but I was just like, I know I'm going to end up like throwing, throwing it away. Um, so I didn't want to spend the money. So anyway, so I get this text from UPS and mm. it says that they're that honey baked ham is delivered to my house. Now I'm thinking like Google is spying on my conversations and I'm like, thanks, Google. <laughs> but then logic kicked in mm. and I was like, okay, obviously like Google didn't magically, even if Google is listening, they didn't magically send me a, an actual ham in the mail. So I start texting people. Did you, you send, send me a, a ham? You can send a ham in the mail? <laughs> yes. Apparently, yes. So, because you can order them online. Okay. So, I texted my girls, and I texted my daughter, and I texted this other, my um my other friend that I work with, and I'm like, did you send me a ham? Did you send me a ham? And I texted my mom. Like, I'm just like, asking people, like, did you send me a ham? And they're like, no. Also, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Because I, I realized now that that's a weird question to ask people with no context. You didn't um, text me if I sent you a ham. I didn't I because I didn't figure that you would. I mean, what if I wanted to? I mean, you might have, but I figure if you're going to send me something, it's not going to be a ham. <laughs> that's all. So I was you're like, like... Jamari sent me a ham for Christmas. Like, okay. I was trying to text people who, like, really get, like, the foodie in me, I guess. <laughs> like, so okay. All right. I was really super, super unreasonably happy about this ham, by the way. And more excited by the fact that it was like a mystery surprise ham. Oh, Lord. And so that's why I was texting people, because I was really excited and I wanted to know who to properly thank. Um, but as it turns out, if my impatient ass had just waited until the box came to my house it said right on the label that it was from my job mm. um at which point i went and told my boss how like i texted five people and asked them if they mailed me a ham um and i don't know what the equivalent to getting a strange look over the phone is but i got that from her well, now I, want um, ham. <laughs> I will send no. you them. I no, have I'm plenty. Um, yeah, so the so I got a ham from work. So we didn't do that was the whole point of the story that we did not do it, like any kind of virtual party. Thank goodness, because I don't want to be involved in that. Um, but they did send everyone a ham, and it's like a good like five and a half, six pound ham. So it's a lot of freaking ham. Um, I see a, a lot of people on my uh, social media timelines are posting their job Christmas parties. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. So yeah. you guys cook your own food and just, you know, talk? Nice. You know, so my job actually is doing that this year for um, um, our anniversaries. Mm. Um, so we normally would do like every quarter. Um, so people who were hired in January, February, and March, in February, they would have a an anniversary lunch. Mm-hmm. But because of COVID, they're doing that virtually. So if you would have been um, in like, so say you were like April, May, June, in May, they had a lunch, but it was exactly that. Like you bring your own lunch to sit down in front of your computer um, and then video chat with our 
our supervisor, our office manager, and then whoever else was invited. So you're all just like eating your own lunch on camera? So I was I was talking to the Pretty Fixin' this week and she was like, so I'm going to a diversity dinner at my job. And I was like, you're leaving the house to go to a diversity dinner? She's like, no, silly. I'm doing it virtually. And I was like, oh, okay. So what they did is that you're comped $75 and you can order whatever you want from whatever restaurant you want. And you're just on Zoom with everyone at this diversity dinner talking and eating and, you know, whatever the lecture is supposed to be about. And I was like, and she showed me the receipt of what she ordered. And I was like, oh, you went all. Because, <laughs> I mean, free food is free food. So, so we're not saw- getting, don't do not do McDonald's. If you give me $75, unless, unless you're giving me $75 to spend, mm-hmm. as opposed to like, you'll reimburse me for whatever I spend. So like you actually give me $75, then I'll probably spend like 20 and then pocket the 55. But if Mm. you're just going to reimburse me up to, I'm going to go as close to up to as I can. She got coconut shrimp. I saw steak. (laughs) I was like, wow. Yeah. Uh, Listen, I'm I'm on that wave too. I'm ordering from the best restaurant. I'm I'm with her. And bring me all the fix-its because, you know, it's definitely going to be definitely going to be a dinner for me Mm -hmm. um my week honestly this week went by so quick that i don't even know how i felt (laughs) it did go by fast like i'm like what happened this week oh i don't know like (laughs) i don't have anything to speak of like i just kind of went with the flow a little bit i know that i wasn't really in the mood to deal with much but i kind of was just going with the flow of life okay and here we go you know what i mean like i i really don't have any like yeah so you know i walked outside and slipped on you know ice because there was a snowstorm out here and then i went sliding down the damn hill and Mm. you know did that no i chilled like i didn't go outside snowstorm be damned you know those are the yeah. weeks I like because I it, nothing happened that made me say, ugh. You know, it was kind of just like, yeah, we're here. Yeah, I um, I have kind of forgotten about the concept of snow. Yeah. My, my dad texted me and said something about, like, why aren't you young people up here helping me shovel? And for a minute, I was like, shovel, shovel shovel what does one shovel (laughs) i I mean listen jamari fox ain't shoveling shit so uh yeah what is shoveling yeah i was i was just like i was so confused about the entire concept for a moment and i was like oh right snow that's totally a thing up north yeah you know what's funny there was a tweet that i tweeted i think today three hours ago and you know how the older generation was like, you know, I walk through 12 inches of snow to get to school. You can go. So the tweet um, was basically saying the generation who worked a part-time job in the summer to pay for college is sending you $600 to live on in regards to the stimulus. Mm. And I was like, yep, yep, yep. You know how you know how the contradictions go with the boomers. Mm-hmm. All right, so hot topics today. 
there's two that I want to speak about. We were supposed to have a guest and I was really excited to ask because it was a young lady that you know. So I was actually excited because I wanted to hear the opinions of vixens with these two topics. But since we have a vixen here, we're just going to have to, you know, roll with the punches and, and go through it. Jay Versace, one of my faves. He is, I guess he started on Vine and he has been moving up the ladder ever since. Absolutely awesome. Would love to have him as a guest on the Foxhole. But as the topic of the day is um, in revolving around emotions and logic, he tweeted something and then deleted it. But of course, you know, people got it and they started to, uh, it, it went trending. Right. Screen long. grabs are real. I don't know why people even attempt to I delete tweets. Why. Like people are on that. And that's why I'm like, I don't get this whole close friends thing on Instagram. Like, oh, I'm going to only show my close friends this story, but the rest of the world ain't going to see it. But there's been two cases where people have literally screen recorded mm -hmm. your private or I'm only showing a certain amount of people story and blasted you. So I don't see the point. Like if I'm going to put something on social media, it's on social media. I'm not going to be picking and choosing what I show people. Right. And that's what, like if you if I want to tell my friends something, I'm going to text them. Yes. If you and I are not close enough friends that you have my actual phone number, I'm not going to try to tell you something privately on the Internet. Like that just doesn't make sense. It's like people have forgotten how to con how to keep in touch like just on your personal phone like person to person like you really don't have to tell 17 people anything at once and if you do a group text might work and my problem even that's suspect but my problem is right. uh your close friends are 50 people <laughs> so it's almost like and then you're like well i don't know who to trust uh, really yeah okay like, I could understand if your close friends was, like, two, three people. It's like, okay, cool. I can I can narrow down who might have um, screen recorded this or screenshotted this. And, exactly. And, and put it out there. But when you have about 50, 60 people that are close friends, that's that sounds like a club to me. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, Jay Versace tweeted, Straight black men sit around all day and bully everyone else in the black community, and I'm tired of it. Y'all don't do shit but complain and abuse. And I think he's right. What are your thoughts? That straight black men do what? Sit around all day and bully everyone else. Sit in the around black... and bully. Every... Who are they bullying? How are they bullying? I'm not saying that he's wrong. I just, I don't know what he's talking about. So I feel like gay males... Mm -hmm. Hopefully, Jay Versace is. Gay. And is he saying that they the that straight black males are bullying gay black males or just gay everybody? Black males, everybody? black vixens, black trans. Okay, like, everybody, everybody. So I've there's a saying that I heard and I I have adopted it. I've said that straight black men are the white males of our community. Um, there is a privilege. That's why for me, I'm all about protecting the underdogs of the Black community, and that would mm -hmm. be Black vixens, Black gays, Black trans. Because I feel like straight Black males 
many of them, not all of them, but many of them have a certain way of moving and they're very judgmental or they're very much in control of what they give their attention to and will complain about this and complain about that and abuse people in whatever community they choose. But when they get shot in the street, they want us all to come together to march for them. And a lot of gay males, when I posted about uh, the George Floyds and all of that, um, a lot of the foxholders were like, well, I'm not fucking supporting straight black men because look at how they treat black gay males. Mm -hmm. So I kind of, I see where he's coming from. (laughs) Because I'll be honest with you, straight black men were the ones who bullied me, you know, and they did not make me feel welcome. Black vixens were the ones who put me under, you know, comforted me when I was bullied or put me under their wing, if that makes any sense. So I can see where he's coming from. I don't say all straight black males are like that, but I don't really feel comfortable around straight black males because there's always something. What are your thoughts on what he tweeted? Well, I guess I could see where that's true. I I guess I don't necessarily have an opinion on his tweet specifically, but I understand, understand is a strong word, I guess I get the idea um, that straight black males feel like they have, or straight males, I guess, um, feel like they have a reputation to uphold or they have a a look um, that they're supposed to act a certain way. Mm-hmm. And so they need to, you know, if you're a man, you you can't cry and you don't do this and you don't do that and, you know, you don't show emotion and you do fight and you must be athletic and like you have to have a deep voice and whatever. So there's all these unspoken but clearly adopted by the majority of mainstream society um, that straight males are constantly trying to live up to. So anytime that their masculinity um, gets called into question, they feel like they need to lash out and do something drastic to prove that they're not gay. Very true. Like, that's the worst thing that you could be in the world. Where, like, it's really, it's not that serious. Like, if you are confident in your manhood, you don't need to prove that to anybody like you already know it you already own it if anybody else doubts that that's their problem and that goes for a lot of things in your life like you don't need anybody else's validation to be comfortable in who you are and what you are and you know it's like so if somebody is like oh you're wearing a pink shirt you must be gay it's like nah dude i just look fucking good in pink so all facts i'm rocking this i know i look fucking good in all pink Right. So, but for a lot of straight males, that's an attack. And if someone insinuates that that straight male is gay, that their their masculinity is somehow being undermined and they feel the need to push back. And sometimes they feel the need to push back before they've been pushed Um, And that I don't understand. Like that, I I feel like is just you have doubts about your masculinity. And so you're on excessive defense before the game has even started. And I, oop. Right. 
So it's like, I don't know what you're trying to do, but like when you're just out attacking people for things that they do, like literally anyone um, who has come for Dwayne Wade's son. And it's like, why? Why, Why are you worried about that kid? Why are you worrying about how another man raises his child or anybody else's child who's come out transitioning, still figuring that shit out? Like, why are you attacking people and their kids for living their best life like if you don't like it have a seat like you don't have to be that kind of man but that doesn't mean that you can't let everybody else be their kind of person in their own kind of way i'm gonna i'm gonna make a controversial statement and i'm gonna say that straight black males and some straight black males and some straight black vixens are also very toxic because a lot of the times a lot of straight black males, when a black vixen says, oh, I think he's gay, that starts to fan the flames almost. So there's toxicity in both genders, you know what I mean? But many of the times straight black males, some straight black males, let me always say some, can be very toxic, especially to gay males. So- yeah. You know what I mean? I can see where he's coming from. I I don't like to put all people in a box. Right. Because I think that is a disservice to people I will meet in the future. Because mm-hmm. just because people treated me or other people a certain way doesn't mean that the people that are coming into my life are going to be the same thing. You get what I'm saying? So, Right. And you don't want to form prejudgments. And so you meet this new person. And you're like, oh, he falls into this category. He's going to be that way. And, and that's how people become you... bitter. You know what I mean? Exactly. Right. And I'm not trying to be bitter. So I always like to give people the benefit of the doubt. Because I'll be mm-hmm. honest with you. There are some toxic black gay males. Uh, over the years of writing, I have been attacked literally by toxic black gay males for no reason at all. I don't even know them. Yeah, the, you know definitely I mean? the ability to be toxic um, is not is not in a box of gender, color, sexual orientation, sexual preference, nothing. Um, there are lots of people just as individuals who just on a daily basis just choose to be bitter. And because they're bitter, everybody, they got to p- piss in everybody else's pool. So... And I just feel like you just don't have to allow that into your life. Like, you can be as silly as you want to. Um, I'm going to be over here. You stay here with that. I'm going over there. You know, I think they're just all suffering from um, PTSD, post-traumatic slave syndrome. Hmm. (laughs) Seriously. I mean, a a lot of folks are operating on generational curses and things that they were taught and that their parents were taught and that their parents' parents were taught. So a lot of it is just handed down to them and they have a broke the cycle. So there's always going to be this nonsense that keeps being thrown around in the black community, whatever, wherever you stand in the community, there is a post-traumatic slave syndrome. And until we get rid of that, we won't get anywhere. That's yeah. just my thought. See, I like to roll with Miss Tabitha Brown. Um, I love her. <laughs> she says, have a good day. And if you can't, don't you dare go messing up nobody else's. 
I'm uh, I'm gonna do what I do, and I'm gonna stay all the way out of your business unless you drag me into it. You ask me a question and you give me this scenario. What should I do about this? I will give you my opinion and then I will move on. Exactly. But other than that, like I'm not I'm not trying to be constantly pissing in somebody's pool. Like, and there are so many people, like you said, like there are just toxic people who are always doing that. And no matter what it is, like you know, a post that you might write, and then somebody has to jump in and be like, "Why would you say this?" And da, 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 da. like because it's your opinion. Or, that's why you said it. That's that. why you said it on your website or, or that's why you single and you can't fight no one i'm like okay okay and that's why you're single and can't fight someone because who's gonna put up with that fucking attitude like come on now people get it together i don't even like there comes a point i don't even respond because i'm just like whatever <laughs> you know what i mean like whatever i i just exactly. don't, i don't have the the patience, I guess, to be sitting up here trying to fight everyone that comes on my website that wants to be toxic. Because at the end of the day, we have to still fight the black homophobic straights. And now you got to fight folks that you're supposed to be considering your brothers. You know what I mean? So it's almost like, well, why are we just not lone foxes and wolves and hybrids and vixens in this world? Because it seems like when you give yourself there's folks that just can't handle that. You get what I'm saying? And then they just want to attack you with it. So I just, I'm like, you know what? You have your moment. I hope this brightens your day. Just keep it over there, please. Right. The next story, and this was a, this this one is being discussed uh, right now on the foxhole, but I wanted to ask a question, um, especially with a vixen as you are here. Well, I mean, I guess I'm as close as a vixen as you're going to get oh. today. <laughs> right. Andre Marhol. He is the ex of, or ex-boy toy of Jeffree Star. Uh, he is was, I guess, a black, black. He was a baller wolf for a team in Canada or some nonsense. Either way, he played basketball. And when he started messing with Jeffree Star. It was a shocker. Like, oh my God, this masculine man is messing with another man. Like, oh, geez. Um, so he has been in full controversy because he has an OnlyFans. He has messed with males and messed with vixens as well. He has a baby's mother, all of his other stuff. So he went on to Hollywood Unlocked. They had a big interview with Jason. He had a big interview with Jason Lee last night. And the question of his sexual fluidity came up. And Jason asked him, should women, should he alert the women or anyone who's sexually fluid, any male that's sexually fluid, should he, should they alert the women that they have messed with men before? So his response was, women always want to you to be open with them they always want you to share your life, but as soon as you share, yeah, I've messed with a guy before, a la Molly in. <laughs> in mm-hmm, I was just thinking about it. <laughs> it's a fucking problem. So my question is, for you, why do vixens claim they want males to be free and open? They want to know every single thing about their past, how much bodies they have, just everything. Just put it all on the table. But as soon as they hear, or you guys hear, that the gentleman has messed with another male before, 
oh my God, the world has come to an end and now you can't be with him because you just can't handle it. Why is that? Yeah. So again, since I am only as close as you're going to get to a vixen and not an actual vixen, because many people who know I am secretly a man. Oh, revelations Um, (laughs) on our season finale. Oh my gosh. Like I, I generally don't have the popular female opinion on most topics. Um, I guess it's because there's, and back to those like unspoken but very widely accepted kind of social attitude, like women or people, I guess, feel like lesbians are awesome generically across the board. Do I want to see two women have sex? Yes, absolutely. Do I want to see two men have sex? Nope, absolutely fuck no. Ain't no damn way. And I guess... That's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess, and the only difference is penetration. Mm. The idea of a, a penis going into an asshole that is behind another penis. Um, I guess that's what causes the uncomfortableness, Mm. but I don't know why. Um, I feel like as a person of my age, I have had, if I meet a brand new man today, Mm -hmm. I assume that I am not the first person that he has slept with Mm. and he is not, the first person that I have slept with. Mm. So if he has some sort of sexually transmitted disease, I want to know about that regardless of who he has been fucking, whether it's a male or a female that he's fucked in the past. Mm. Um, I want to know about his general hygiene and like, are you taking care of yourself? Are you protecting yourself? Are you out in these streets whoring? Mm. Um, Do you have something now? And if we get retested in two weeks, is that status going to change? Like I'm concerned about his overall health. Like I'm protecting mine. um, And I want him to do the same. So it's not for me, super important whether he has been sleeping with another man or with another woman. Um, I don't know why, like, again, back to the the insecure reference, like they were saying in that episode that one of them, and I don't remember who now, said, you know, once a man has done anything with a man, like, he's gay. Mm. Like, men don't get the option to be bisexual. And that's my problem. Which is silly, which is absolutely silly, um, because why does it make sense that women can be as fluid as they want and no one calls that into question? But the minute a man does it, no, he's got to be gay. Like, no, he could just be like, this person is cool. I like this person. I'm attracted to this person. And if they happen to have a penis or a vagina, doesn't matter because I'm genuinely attracted to this person's personality or whatever. So Andre said that when he's messed with other males before, it wasn't something where he messed with them. It was like a one-time type of situation. So he messed with them and kept it moving. You know what I mean? It wasn't like he messed with them and went back 
I kept going back. Like this person now became a fuck buddy. It was kind of like he messed with them. The the vibes was there. They fucked or whatever. And then kept it moving to whatever. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't know that that's, that that makes him any better that he's treating men like whores, but he'll relationship a woman. Like right. that's dumb. As now, well. I feel like, like if a you lot of like somebody. A lot of males do that. I, don't, I mean, and that that's just dumb to me. I have no explanation for that at all. Like, if you were attracted enough to him to sleep with him, why is it not worth getting to know him and seeing if that's something that you could do in a relationship? Especially if you are admitting that you've messed with dudes anyway. Right. It's not like you're trying to hide the fact that you're at least part-time gay. <laughs> then you know, why are you like, I can only fuck you because I need to be in a relationship with her? Like, that's dumb. Yeah. I don't even, I don't get that at all. I think that men, there's still a stigma of being gay. Oh, absolutely. So men that are curious or dabbling, they don't want the emotions attached to another male, but they just want the physical of it all. And a lot of males who I guess, I don't know if they if this is under the DL category or under the bisexual category, because I feel like a true bisexual will have an emotional attachment to males and females. But men who are DL, they tend to just see other males as a physical need or a sexual need, but will And I don't even know that that's true. I think that if you're if you're DL, you're just not willing to pursue those emotional interest that you have because you're busy protecting your image of being a straight man but that doesn't mean that you don't have the emotions that only means that you're not that nobody knows about them except you and the dude who ass your dick is in that doesn't mean that the emotion doesn't exist or or or, you know what (laughs) right there are some yeah so i mean shout out to the only oral males out here go on yeah, th- just that's it. Just the fact that your DL doesn't mean that you're not emotionally invested. It just means that you're still trying really hard to keep that shit a secret from the world at large. I think a lot of males will be like, it's kind of like just anyone. Um, you're moving through life. You're collecting bodies like it's Pokemon cards. But that one person comes along and literally knocks you off your feet. And mm-hmm. then you completely change your view. Like, it's almost like the dude who is out here sleeping with all these random women, but that's one particular woman he meets. He's like, oh, she's different. I'm putting my light on. I, I want her. I'm changing my ways. I'm changing everything. I will stop doing everything I'm doing for her. It's kind of like that to me. Sometimes a lot of males, like a lot of the males who have come out that were secret met that one guy that changed their life. And I just think right. it, it has to do with finally accepting and just finally coming to that point of this is who I am and this is what I would like to pursue rather than, oh God, I don't want anyone to know. So I'm just going to be going through the back door, in the back door and out of the back door. Like I just literally and figuratively, I just want that and that's it. Um, But I guess there's a new sexual fluidity that's going on with males. I I see it a lot now on OnlyFans. A lot of 
quote unquote straight males are getting massaged by gay males. They're taking showers with them and rubbing rubbing up on them. And the crazy part is they still think that even though they're doing all this with other males, they're straight. Are they technically still straight? Like even if you even if you have sex, because there's this issue with this gentleman on OnlyFans who literally had a sexual uh, scene with another guy, but he's still claiming that he's straight. Is can you still claim straight? Even you know, I know you mentioned it with Molly and Insecure, but can a male still claim straight even though he's had sex with another guy? I or mean, is it just denial. I don't know if if being straight is defined as never having had sexual intercourse with another person mm-hmm. because if I am gay and I'm 13 and I have or even younger just to take out the question I'm 7 wow and I'm gay. I have not had sex with anyone at that point. That doesn't mean I'm straight. It just means that I have not engaged in sexual intercourse with the person of my preference yet. Mm. So I don't think that, in, in my personal opinion, if you are a man and you have sexual feelings about another man... Mm-hmm you cannot call yourself straight. You don't have to call yourself bi or gay or like, I mean, you can be curious or fluid or confused or whatever. (laughs) um, But I don't think that you can consider yourself straight. Mm. Like, I think if you, you know, if you see a dude walk down the street And you're like, wow, that brother looks really like that's a nice suit. He looks good in that suit. Mm -hmm. And you really just mean that he looks good in that suit, like the same way you saw it on a mannequin in the store. You're like, that's a dope ass suit. I want to buy it. If that man and that mannequin evoke the same level of arousal in you, and I mean, just about the suit, then sure, you're straight. But if you see that man and you're like, oh, that's a nice suit. I wonder what it would look like off Damn. of him. Or, a, you know, those like pants fit his ass just nicely. Right. And, it, and if that thought makes them. you lick your lips, you're probably not straight. <laughs> and, and there's nothing wrong with that. I just face first in those cheeks. Right. Like, I mean, you don't ever have to act on that thought. Um, like you don't have to like go up to him and pursue him in any way or just like start a conversation or anything like that. But I think just the thought that you had some arousal um, in any way kind of makes you not straight. I, I can see your point. I can see your point. I don't know. I just I think a lot of males want to live in denial up until, you know, there's always a denial phase. I feel like a lot of out gay males need to understand that there is that moment where you're like, nope, 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 nope. I don't care. Yep, I had the whole dick in my mouth. I'm still straight. Nope, nope, nope. I'm still straight. Up right. until... Because, and I think and then, really all that does is cause you frustration. Right. Like, because you're not being your true self. And so that's going to frustrate some 
other area of your life and now you're dating this girl and you're snapping on her and punching her in the face and she didn't do anything you're just mad because you would really like her to have a penis and she doesn't word all right so we are going to take a quick break and we're going to get right into the, the topic of the day we'll be right back so i like to think that i'm an emotional guy shocker i also think you're an emotional guy shock I know. <laughs> but I don't know if it's because I'm a cancer and cancers are known to be very, very emotional. We're very moody. You know, we go on that. I don't know if it was because of just how it was growing up and um, just getting very in tune with my emotions and empathy and just, you know, abuse kind of shows um Either it can make you abusive or it can make you see abuse and be empathetic to it. So there's two things. But I'm very emotional. And sometimes, maybe all the time, maybe 98% of the time, I go on my emotions rather than going on logic. The pretty vixen. One of the things I love so much about her and even yourself is... But me and her have had more conversations about this than me and you have. I don't know if we have. And if I we have, please forgive me. But I know that in my recent con- conversations with a pretty vixen, there's things that have happened and I have gone straight to emotions. And she has said, Jamari, I need you to take your the emotions out of it and look at the facts. I need you to look at the facts of it all rather than looking at how you're feeling because how you're feeling can lie to you because there is no facts there. It's an emotionally based um, judgment. So that your fear-based mind literally creates any outcome. Whereas if you step out of your emotions and look at the facts being presented, you can come up with a better solution. What are your thoughts on that? I would 1000% agree with that. You and the Pretty um, Vixen just have I, like. I, said, I generally agree with the Pretty Vixen. Just agree. <laughs> you guys are just like everything, like from that whole end Every game time we game. talk, it's just like I'm just talking to myself in a sexy voice. <laughs> like it's. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, damn, that's me. But just with a porn voice. Just, just with the, just with a porn <laughs> voice. I love that version of me. I think we all do. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I I definitely agree with that. And it's but it's it's really hard. Like when you're it's like when people are in abusive relationships and they're like, you know, I know he punched me in the face, but I love mm. him. And you know deep down. Or maybe not even all that deep. Like, you know that it's a situation you need to get yourself out mm. of. And you've talked to your friends about it. And they're like, mm, you need to get yourself. Like, we need do like, we will come. When is he leaving the house? We will come We're get you. We're starting an inf- intervention and it stars you. Right. So, and people know that the situation that they're in is bad. But, you know, it's like, well, you know, then I got to do it for the the kids and, you know, this, you know, but I love him and he loves me and we've been through so much and yada, yada, yada. Like at the end of the day, all of that stuff doesn't matter. It is just the facts. Like, does he punch you in the face? Yes. Does he physically harm your person? Yes. 
Could he potentially kill you one day? Yes. Do you need to get out? Yes. End of story. Pack your bags. Bounce. Why but is that? It's so not hard. that Why easy. Why is that so hard though? Like because emotions are a motherfucker. Mm. Like it's just. I mean, and even like not in an abusive relationship. Like that shit that had me, like going through old boy's computer and his phone and like i mean that's going through a whole investigation like literally send an application to the fbi you are that good and i know like i've met me i know i'm not that person i'm not like i'm not jealous and suspicious and whatever like all of that shit that i went through that I put myself through like I'm not that person and I had to think about that like what are you doing right now like you need to stop this and then like I had to have a whole pep talk with myself like you were really in this man's house going through his shit like I was on my way to start Issa season three insecure going into um (sighs) What's that? What was his name? Yeah, I don't even remember his name, but yes. Up in his room, going through his computer. <laughs> right. And I'm just like, you know, that's not... If you've... I, I was completely gone. Like, karaoke is not that person. Mm. And when I think about it, I'm super ashamed of what I did and, like, how I let him get under my skin that's like the, that's like, like i can't the, blame that that's on like him. the folks going and destroying somebody's car yeah right and it's just like i mean because really what do you get out of that like your heart is still going to be broken your arm is still going to be broken or like what you know your the, the trust account is, is going to be broken your bank account is still empty because he right? is suing like, you Right. The credit is still messed up because he done bounced all your checks or whatever. Like, I mean, all of that damage is still done. So will it make you feel better for a second? Sure. But you still have these real life consequences to deal with. Um, So I don't I mean, it's definitely important to like put some logic into your situation um, and get yourself into the situation or get yourself out of the situation depending on what the situation is but it's really hard a vixen called me this week i told her i wasn't going to mention her name because you know she said whatever but i'm not going to mention her because we protect our sources sources and you don't know who's listening to this (laughs) um she called me this week She's been feeling a certain kind of way because she's dating someone that it's a question mark. And she's been feeling something is wrong, but there's no evidence. There's just emotions. So she was led to a message on this app called Pattern. And that the Pattern is this like horoscope app that tells you, like it's really good. It kind of tells you your year and tells you what to expect in the coming months. And it literally told her about the situation that she's in. So she felt very calm about that. But her, but something inside her was like, go check your man's stories on Instagram. Just go check it. Just this pinging feeling for her to go check it. So she goes to Instagram, 
opens up the stories. He is at a hookah lounge because he's down in y'all's neck of the woods. Uh, he's at a hookah lounge, chilling out, you know, talking to the screen. And then in the next, the next clip, some random girl is sitting next to him. And he is literally blowing kisses to her and she's sticking out her tongue into the camera. The body language looks like they have fucked before. And she was devastated. So she called me crying. The empath in me started to cry because I don't like to hear people crying. I, I, that's something that really bothers me. And I know that when you're crying and it's genuine tears, you're in pain. So that, I didn't, like, I was listening to her voice though, so she couldn't hear me crying, but I was like crying as I was listening to her talking. So we could have had an emotional pity party, but I decided to come out of my emotions and pull on the logic hat. And we went through the logical side of this scenario. And I basically told her, you already had a feeling about this. There was many red flags that was going on in this relationship, you chose to ignore those red flags. You wanted to, as we all do as humans, we want to be wrong. We wanna prove ourselves wrong and we wanna see if maybe this is just an emotional response. You didn't do that. Now you look at the stories and your emotions is just seeing him with someone, a stranger. You think it's a stranger. I look at the stories and I judge body language very well. That is not a stranger to him. That is somebody that he is legit talking to. Nobody at the bar that you just met for the first time is going to be acting that way. Like she's close to you. She's touching your arms. You blowing kisses to her. She's blowing kisses back. She's looking at the camera. She's sticking out her tongue. She's giving him the eye contact and he's giving her the come fuck me right now in the bathroom glances. <laughs> what do you think was happening? Like, that's not two strangers that met for the first time. You know right. what I mean? And once we had a, that discussion and once we put it all on the table, she felt better. This is the importance of looking at things logically. And even though you're in the situation, it's hard to do so. Mm -hmm. because you're are, especially because you're in the situation because, it's hard right you're there. seeing red you're seeing black you're seeing what mm -hmm. the fuck you're seeing the colors of the rainbow you're seeing any everything and you're blinded by the emotions that are hitting you sometimes not sometimes a lot of the times you have to talk to someone who is logical and they have to bring you down to earth so my question is because of that situation my question now is, when is it wise to listen to your emotions? Always. So, because a lot of people make it seem like being an emotional person is bad. Well, I mean, you should always listen to what your self is telling yourself. But the actions that you take based on those emotions aren't necessarily always the right thing to do like if your emotions are telling you that you're falling in love that doesn't mean that you should completely ignore that but 
it also doesn't mean that you should just 100% dive into whatever you're feeling and ignore I know we everything only met else. two days ago. I'm buying the ring. I feel it. This is the one. This is the one. Right. So, I mean, like, that's crazy. But, I mean, but you have, you can definitely meet somebody and after two days realize that they're, like, you can think that they are different from anyone else that you've ever met before. And that might be true. Um but that doesn't mean that you should full-fledged get married, but it also doesn't mean that you should go running away from the person because the emotions are too overwhelming or whatever. Like, you can have emotions and logic, so you should always listen to what your feelings are telling you, but you should still think about stuff. Now, let me ask you a question. Do you think that some emotional responses are fear-based to thinking? Like, for instance, you said that when you were uh, dealing with that past, are we going to call him a jackal? Is he a jackal still or is he on wolf status? Okay, so he's a jackal. When you were dealing with that past (laughs) jackal and you were going through all his things, did you have a fear response in you like, oh, something is wrong? I have no evidence that something is wrong, but I feel like something is wrong. So you went to a fear-based thought or did your emotion say, this is happening? Some, this, I feel something is happening. I, I knew something was happening because I, I felt that something was happening. Mm-hmm. And the lo- so I won't say the logical side of me. The logical side of me was like, so... There were a lot of repeated occurrences mm-hmm. of we made plans to do something at X o'clock and come X o'clock, he was nowhere to be found. And at X 30 and X 45, I still had not heard from him and I would call or now I would see, text and I wouldn't hear back. This is what fucking idiot males do. And this is why I feel like, Vixens are better at cheating than males are. Males get super fucking sloppy. You say that you're supposed to be somewhere and you're not texting the person to tell them, oh, hey, I'm running late. I'll be there soon. Vixens will be like, hey, babe, you know, just run a little late, even though, and the guy could be like full face in her coochie. Yeah, babe, I'm just exactly. Night, you know, and I'll be home soon. You know, I got caught up at the store. There's a line. There's traffic. There's a fucking earthquake. You know, I'll be home soon. And he doesn't yeah. know nothing. Right. And so that's that was him all the time. And so then at two hours past X, then he'd be like, oh, sorry, um, my my phone was off. My battery died. I had to help my friend move. My friend got into a car accident. My friend's car died. I had to go jump oh, his car. Lord. Like there was That's always, always the signs that you're inside someone. <laughs> right. So I was like, okay, so I'm not feeling good about this. Like I feel like something's not right. Um, and then the logical part of me said, like, I mean, he could just be really irresponsible. Um, Like he could have a lot of situations just come up in his life Um, or he could, like we believe currently, he could be fucking lying. So let's figure it out. Right. So there was, and I don't know, or I guess I felt like if he was 
lying and he was with somebody else, um, then there was a chance that he was ultimately going to choose that person over me. Mm -hmm. Um, And I wanted to be the one. And maybe I thought, I don't know, because I really can't explain my stupid ass behavior. Um, I thought that if I found my smoking gun and brought it to him, like, aha, then he'd be like, you're right, karaoke. Like this has been going on, but now that you know about it, I'm going to put the kibosh on that. And it's just going to be me and you. Um, I don't know if that's what I thought. I don't know if that's what people think Mm -hmm. um, that like, once you expose that person for being a cheater, that, everything is magically going to resolve itself. Like they were just playing some like elaborate game of hide and seek. Mm-hmm. And like now they've been found and they're like, okay, just kidding. Game's over. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I don't know. So, but, you know, so then I like, so then like I, the logical side of me wanted to go looking for evidence of what my emotions were telling mm-hmm. me. And then my emotions stepped back in and were like, go through all this shit. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, emotions were going through all this shit. Um, (laughs) And then like halfway through the search, my logical brain was like, oh, my God, I just went to get a snack. What the fuck is going on here? I'm knee deep in regrets. (laughs) What the fuck? Right. Like, like regrets. I was getting Frosted Flakes. What were you doing? What's going on? What the fuck is going on? Right. So then once logic kicked back in and was like okay now we have the evidence we need we know that he's cheating what are you going to do about it and what i decided to do about it was nothing um in that (laughs) in that i did not decide to burn up all his shit um what i decided to do was just evict him from emotional space in my mm. life um and Can so i fossil how you did that i physically separated okay. myself from him um we already did not live in the same state um and so at the time that i found out all of this stuff like i was living in florida he was living um in massachusetts mm. And so I had gone up there to visit him and it was like his birthday weekend. And while I was there, like we had arranged for me to stay at his place on like a Saturday night, but that Saturday night was his birthday. And he was like, okay, cool. You're all settled in. I'm going to the club with my friends because this was like prearranged. Right. So like, he just left me, like I had flown up, in his apartment, left me by myself. That's that's all. When when you watch a movie and the bad guy is on a roll, the villain is on a roll, and then that thing happens, and you're like, right. yep, that's where shit went wrong. Leaving yeah, and you, everyone in the theater is aware. Everyone in the theater is like, <laughs> oh, that's where he, that's where he or she fucked up. The, the, the end right. is coming. That's where he fucked up, leaving you alone in his spot to go searching and snooping. Right. And so I lost my mind, gave into my emotions, went searching through his shit and found the evidence that I needed. But at that point, because my logic had come back from its snack break um, and was like, what the hell have you gotten us into? Um, Like it was like, so at this point, my options are to 
have a fucking fit mm. when he gets home and do the whole like dramatic crying breakdown. Why would you do this to me? Or understand that I am better than this and I deserve better than this and I'm going to have better than this. And so I left um, the next day because it was late and I needed a ride to the airport. Um, (laughs) So (laughs) after, it's far, I'm not walking. Um, And so I came to visit you. I don't care what fuckboy behavior you were doing. You're bringing me to the fucking airport. Right, exactly. So it was definitely like, in the morning or when he got home, I was like, did you have fun? Yep. Okay, great. Bye. Um, so in the morning, like we, or like the next day when we went to the airport, I was just like, okay, bye. And then when he would call, I didn't answer his calls. Um, and we did not actually speak for a long time. Like, I mean, we still don't speak honestly, but like, so he would call me every year on my birthday and his birthday is in April. So this happened in April. I didn't speak to him until the following January on my birthday because he's always one of the first, if not the first person to call me every year on my birthday, Mm. still to this day. Um, And so he called me on my birthday. So I answered the phone and I was like, hi, how are you? Hmm, Thanks. Um, Okay. Like, gotta go. Hmm. And so it's been like very like cool. I, I knew that if I spoke to him in May, I would have been angry. I would have been hurt. I would have been virus to his computer. Right. Like there definitely would have been revenge in me because I needed to, get that hurt I would have felt like I needed to get that hurt out but at the end of the day I had to accept that like he was the asshole in this situation like he lied to me like he is responsible for this feeling that I have like he's responsible for the the sadness and the loneliness and the hurt and the anger he's responsible for it but I don't have to live Alexa, with it I don't have Alexa, to accept Alexa, it play the waiting to exhale soundtrack <laughs> Right. No, 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 not for real. Not for real, Alexa. Alexa, stop. I love that so much. But technology backfires. Like, so I just, so I physically separated myself from him. I took that, that six, eight months, whatever it was, to get myself mentally straight to just, like I said, accept that I deserve better, I should have better, and I was going to find better. Um, and then by the time he called me in January, and he had called, like, tried to reach me up until then, but I was ignoring his calls. Um, so when he, when we actually spoke for the first time in January, I had completely evicted him um, from, like, the core of my heart. Um, you know, there's still, still, like, fuzzy around the edges. Um but now, like all these years later, like we can talk about it. We've we've had a conversation about it. He's sort of explained it, apologized, mm-hmm. you know, regretted whatever. Like, but that doesn't matter to me anymore. Like, it's not it's not going to happen yeah. again. Like, he's done the damage, and I remember. Like, he's forgiven, um, but I won't give him a chance to fuck me over so again. So now, okay, so. That situation would, for a lot of people, will now cause fear-based thinking and getting into their emotions. So any little thing that happens, 
they're now like, oh, the new person is cheating on me. I can feel it. They didn't call me. They they said they were calling me at seven. They didn't. They called me at seven oh one. Yep, he was fucking someone between seven and seven oh one. Um, <laughs> you don't want him anyway, sis. Right. <laughs> you don't. In Mm-mm. and out, literally. Um, I know with me, one of my biggest issues is I will have the emotional response, then I will get the logical response, especially from friends. So the pretty vixen, you. Whoever it is, because a lot I have a lot of logical people, the foxhole, whatever. I have a lot of logical people in my life. So I'm driven on my emotional-based thinking. But then mm-hmm. you guys will bring the logical-based thinking. And I'll agree with it and be like, you know what? They dope as fuck because they are telling me the goddamn truth. And I like it's it, like they're revealing all. They're fucking psychics. But then I'll go into the fear base thinking of, well, what if I'm wrong? What if, what if I'm, what if this is, what if I'm wrong? I, I could be wrong. I, I don't want to be wrong, but I'm feeling like I'm going to be wrong. Is that because of how things have played out for us in our past that we believe shit is just going to go wrong? We can't be logical because we're already thinking because we've been cheated on, we've been fired, we've been hurt, we have been, you know, dismissed. Whatever has happened that has caused us to take those little moments and store them inside of us. Do you think that that is the cause of the fear-based thinking or should you just go with the logic and just leave it alone? I think that everything that has happened to you has shaped you into the person you are today. And some of that is very happy stuff and some of that is very sad stuff. And so every interaction that you have with another human being is going to be shaped by all of that happy stuff and all of that sad stuff. But in the same way that it's important that we don't broadly categorize people as all straight men do this all gay men do Mm. this it's also important that you not get caught up in the because this has happened to me before it's always going to happen to me i think the fear of the disappointment that is where i come from the fear of the disappointment right and disappointment is going to happen you are never even when you are when you have found the love of your life and you are 10 years into that relationship that person is going to do something that is going to disappoint Mm. you that is a given um so but how you handle it how you respond to it what you do with that hurt and disappointment that you can control. You're never going to have a 100% disappointment free life, but you should not hold yourself so closed because of past disappointments Mm. that you never let anyone in and you never get to meet that person. And so when the love of your life is right there in front Mm. of you, you're so stuck on I've been hurt in the past that you can't let this person into your future. That is letting that's letting the negativity in your past hold you back is this the same in solving problems absolutely you definitely so if you have a problem you would start by saying where have i been what do i know about 
that that what knowledge do I have that can apply to this situation? And but then you just ask us like it's like a flow chart. It's like, well, is it this? Yes. Then you do this. Is it this? No. Then you do that. And you keep going through the series of questions. And so if it's like we were supposed to meet for dinner at seven o'clock and he's late. Is this the first time he's been late? Yes. Call or text him. He's probably just in traffic. If the answer, you know, has he been late before or is he, you know, is he doing this all the time? Yes. Then we might need to have a deeper conversation about like what's really going on. Do I, then you start paying attention to other signs. Like is he's always late. He never returns your text. He comes home and immediately goes in the shower. Is that because his clothes smell like somebody mm. else? Um, you know, then you start digging, but you don't immediately let the crazy take over. The crazy is um, going to take it over. And the crazy is fast, especially if you've had a lot of disappointment in the, in the past. The crazy the is crazy quick is like, to jump the in. The is like, hey, hey, let's do this. We can do this. Right, right. But also, if you seem to have a history with men who cheat on you, you should maybe reevaluate the men that you're selecting for Ooh, yourself. That's a good one. Like, what are you doing that might be contributing to the problem. And I'm not saying that men aren't scum. Scum um, we are. But scum we are. <laughs> because some of you are, but some of me are too. <laughs> like, you know, women can be just as Word. scummy as men. So, you know, and maybe in different ways, but like we're, we, every, every gender has some scummy population within it. Um, but so, you know, just, you have to, look out for yourself like protect yourself but you know don't keep making the same decisions that you always do like maybe you need a different type of man maybe you know what you liked about him was that he kind of you know would keep you on read for a long time you're like ooh, he's elusive like nah bitch she's cheating like you were on the side like just be more realistic about who you're choosing who you're allowing into your life and then you'll start maybe seeing some different results I, I... 110% agree with everything you're saying. I feel like we always have to make sure that we're not slipping into the crazy just yet. We mm -hmm. should always, always, like for me, I think I, I like to put things into perspective. So I'll create a fucking Excel sheet if I'm feeling like I'm heading into crazy. And I'll put the facts and the emotions in two categories. And I'll start to break them down and figure out, okay, maybe I'm jumping to conclusions. Maybe I need to step back. I'll call someone who I know is super logical and present the case with them. Um, and a lot of the times there's that itching feeling inside you that you just want answers. You just want answers mm -hmm. and you don't have any answers and you're just trying to figure out, okay, does this make sense? Does, is, is this, is this logical? Is this, maybe I'm thinking of emotions. Is this fair? Is, is, am I just creating a whole scenario in my head? But I think the key thing is we come to these, these, these places in our lives because we just want the answers to the things that we are confused about. And sometimes our emotions will create a whole movie. We will direct mm -hmm. the movie. We will write the script. 
We will put the actors in it. Oh, they were talking to the lunch lady. Yep, she's in that shit too, because I think he's fucking her. <laughs> oh, the secretary at his job, I'm putting her in the list too. Oh, his boss, he's definitely fucking him. So I'm going to put him. These people probably don't even know nothing. Right. And so there's situations that have happened in my life where I have emotionally created something. Like, for instance, um, being left out of something. In your mind, because you think no one's hitting you up or you think that no one is trying is communicating with you, they think you think that they're having fun without you. So you've already, I've created in my mind, yep, they're out, they're partying, they're doing this, and they didn't invite me because they didn't want me there because I must have did something to offend them or I must have hurt somebody and they're they're not telling me because they don't want to create any drama, so they're keeping me at bay. And then you'll talk to the person and they'll be like, yeah, no, we just stayed home. So you right. created, I created this whole situation. Probably didn't sleep. Probably cried in the shower or cried in the car. And nothing like that went down. So to end this topic, the last question I'm going to ask, how do you create balance with your emotions and your logic? Healthy. I think, like you said, the spreadsheet is helpful. Although, um, as an avid Microsoft user, I'm going to recommend that you don't use Excel for that because that is not what it is for. Uh. Um, <laughs> you need to get yourself a Word document. Word, Excel, um, text or edit, note, pages, notebooks. notebooks. Get it on something. <laughs> um, yes. And with to, Excel, like, you can get create your columns. So that's why I said that. Anyway, go on. Whatever. Um, getting the thoughts down on paper is a good idea um, because when you sometimes when you say the crazy out loud, you it's harder to rationalize the crazy. Like you know when you think crazy thoughts in your head and you're like, nah, nah, it's fine, it's fine. That totally that shit totally makes sense. But then when you say it to somebody else, you're like, okay, now that I've said it, I get that it's crazy. It did not sound that way inside my brain. And then they're box. looking at you like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, right. Yep, yeah. So writing it down, um, talking to your logical people Thoughtful. about it. If you don't you have logical a, you people. You need a pretty vixen. You need a karaoke. Oh my gosh. Like if all you of your pose. friends are as rah-rah as you are, get a, an additional friend. I'm not saying replace your friends. Just get an extra one in the crew who's real smart and just like thinks about everything. When you're like, I don't want to ask her nothing because she think about everything too much. <laughs> she should be on she your squad. Um Yes, he he or she, right. Um, or it, or them. But, yes. <laughs> Write it down, talk to somebody else. Just, I mean, talk to the person that you're having a problem with. Um, I mean, and if you really, like, if you feel like the person that you're having the problem with, like your partner, presumably, I don't want to say this, like you should just attack strangers like this. But if your partner, if you feel like they're not being forthcoming with you and you've asked them and they're like, no, nah, no, nah, there's nothing going on. I'm not saying don't go follow your partner. Mm-hmm. You probably shouldn't. But if you do, like, be prepared for what you're going to find. Like, know your end game. Are you just 
you want to know so you can do something with this information. What you're doing with the information should not be making a scene. So if you're following him so you can find him and then jump out like cheaters on TV, listen, like, don't I'm do that. I'm always down for a, for a mission. Like, I'm always down to sit in the passenger seat while we're sitting outside of Random's house just to see what the fuck is going on. And then you jump out, you know, the person jumps out the car like, oh, is this your hoe? This your hoe's house? Like, oh, I'm all about that. Right. See, and I I was with you until you started hoeing. <laughs> I am not going to jump out the vehicle. Like, I'm not confronting you. Like, I'm going to snap my photos but and see, go home. This is why so you have when to you be the logical home, friend in that scenario. Right. Right. So when you get home and your suitcases are by the door. And you're like, what's this about? I'm just going to show you the photo. Like, I'm not causing a scene. Because why? I mean, honestly, like, look, I love my fair share of drama. (laughs) I just realized that it's not necessarily going to get me. It's not going to advance my position. To be like the crazy woman so he can go and tell everybody like or, you know, she's got evidence that, you know, we were together and his girlfriend came storming up and she punched me in the face. She slapped off a weave and punched him in the face. Like, you're not going to have that kind of story to tell about me because that's not who I am. Some males love that shit. They love to know that some woman or man was sitting out there fighting about them in the street and telling their boys like yeah yo had them fighting like animals in in the pocket right but see and that's what i'm saying like you're not gonna have that story to tell about karaoke that's not that's not who i am as a person i am not that out of control of my emotions like i'm a grown-ass woman if you don't want me then i don't need you like i'm not gonna fight in the streets for you like you have already proven that i was not a priority for you and if that's the case bye shoop 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 right and it's really it's just that simple and again like emotionally it's gonna be difficult because you know we live together i love you we've you know had this many months, years, whatever invested into the relationship. We might have like financial commitments. We have kids together. We have a house together, whatever it is. It's not going to be easy to separate myself from Mm. you. But the number one name of the game for me is that I am worth more and I deserve to have what I am worth. And you have proven that I deserve better than you, so goodbye. So whatever, however hard it is to make that happen, I'm just gonna make that happen. Well, you know what? I don't, I don't have any follow up because you literally just you, you said said all that needed to be said. <laughs> I guess I'll just say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what she said. Okay, so. As you said at the beginning, we are going on hiatus, so we will not be doing a podcast for Christmas, and we will not be doing one right after New Year's. So um, since we won't be back until 2021, um, do you have any resolutions or goals or uh, life baby steps that you plan to be making in 2021? So I'm going to stop listening to the crazy. Okay. The crazy loves to pop up next to me and say, let's do this. Let's do this. We can, we can do this. <laughs> I, I don't want to even be involved in that anymore. Um, I imagine you're running out of room in your basement for all the bodies. 
that your crazy has been racking up. I, oh, sorry, sorry, public I, radio. I told my bad. You not to tell anyone now. Sorry, you know I can't keep. Now they're gonna kill me. Um, <laughs> honestly, just continuing to grow and glow. Um, okay. And continuing to work on my craft, continuing to rise because of it, and just staying on this spiritual journey that I have found myself on and basically making sure that I don't fall off of me. I have found me this year and, you know, this 2020 was a very... You know, the Pretty Vixen always says, I had a phenomenal year. And honestly, I think I did too. Because things could have went absolutely wrong. But because of the journey that I'm on of finding self, I got more grounded and spiritually uh, stronger this year. Okay. So this year for me was pretty phenomenal as far as the growth and working on self and skin goals and blog goals. Next year, I would love to be in a relationship. Um, So maybe putting more of my focus in that. But you know what? I'll say that we could sit up here and set all these resolutions and don't do shit. So what I'm going to say is that I'm going to take whatever 2001 throws at me and I'm going to handle it the best way that I can. And while I am handling it, I am going to achieve or try to achieve the goals that I've set for myself. I don't want to make plans because this year I was supposed to be out in these streets. I was supposed to be partying. I was supposed to be fucking. I was supposed to be doing all this other shit. And the Rona said, not today, baby. (laughs) So... Because of that, I had to change up how all of my plans went and drop things and uh, shit, some people. And here we are. You get what I'm saying? But I hope that next year, all of my dreams come true. I saw a a tweet that said, y'all sat up here and went through this 2020, but 2021 is the legal age of drinking. So that year is probably going to be out of fucking control. (laughs) So I'm like, you know what? I I don't have, I can say all of this and nothing happens. So I'm just going to take the year as it comes. You. Um, I don't have any like life changing goals necessarily. Um, I am committing to uh, reading one actual book every month. I currently listen to a fair amount of audiobooks, not that are borrowed from the New York Public Library, <clears throat> but whatever. Um, Goodness. So, what, yeah. What? Oh, my God. We're going to talk about that situation. It sounds really heavy. Mm, are we? Yeah. Crazy just yeah. did a, mm, yeah. a, a, a throat clearing. So, I'm... Mm, yeah, it did. And it's fine. You know what I'm talking about. Doesn't matter if anybody else does. Um, so, I'm committing to reading one actual <laughs> book. Every month. Um, and I am going to um, I'm going to start learning a craft like knitting or crocheting. Nice. I'm not necessarily going to get too far with that, but I'm going to make an actual effort um, during the year. And I am going to wear earrings every day. Wow. 
I, you know, I was all for the first two, and then the set, the, the last one kind of threw me off the chair. Yeah, it's a little. It's 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 not really um, something that I think that people expect from me. I mean, um, and so it's a little something different. It's not too crazy. Like I'm not committing to you know learning what different makeup brushes are or anything outlandish like that. Trying to become a fixer. Okay, never that. If I ever tell you that, please know that I have been abducted by I'm aliens. Going Even to at like a two-inch heel. Invasion happened. Yeah, I have been abducted by aliens. Body like it's a wrap for city. the world. Absolutely, absolutely. So I have one friend um, that I don't. I haven't really. I don't know if I've talked about her on a podcast. So we'll just call her China. Because I love her eyes. They look a little mm. Asian to me. Um, she listens to this podcast all the time. And she always, like, will text I me while she's listening. Say, and I get, like, the running I commentary. I something so shady. But you know what? I'm going to say it. We should have invited China to join us today. We can do that. Like, I, I think that she would come on as a guest. I just don't really know her schedule. Mm. So, but absolutely, we can we can get her on, and I'll and I'll ask her about. And that's what I was gonna say. Now she listens to this podcast, so I'm not only going to be held to this earring thing every time she sees me. She's gonna be like, "Oh, let's see those ears, girl." Um, but she will also f- f- circle back about <laughs> this being a podcast guest thing. So, okay. yeah, so nothing nothing crazy. And I think even if uh something like you know covid crazy um new happens or it's continuing i think that the goals that i'm setting for myself um are still doable um you know they're like it's shit that i can still make happen no matter what happens unless i die i can still make it happen well, we don't want no death for anyone in 2000 we don't want any death no we want none of that you know i asked myself is this rona situation going to lighten up next year and I, I I'm I don't know what to think because it's just really it's up in the air. You know what I mean? Like it's everything is just up in the air. And I think we all kind of have to accept that if we can't do the outside thing again next year, that might have to just be okay. You right. Know? I think a lot of people do need to just settle down. And, and I realize that life for a lot of people is drastically different than it used to be. I was actually just reading an article about this guy who used to be a playboy. And he was like, every Thursday night, I had a different date out in the NYC. And I'd go to this place and that mm-hmm. place and this place. A lot of that has and changed he, for our folks out here. Right. And so, you know, people can't do that anymore and they don't know what to do with themselves. And so, you know, every time somebody has lifted a restriction a little bit, then they go flooding back to what they used to do only to have things re-shut down or they get COVID or whatever. Like people just need to to settle down and just learn to adapt to the new normal. Like it is what it is. I feel like so I was walking to the store and I saw a poster And the poster said, um, New York Museum of Art, virtual. And I was just like, we live in a virtual fucking world. Like there is, there's this app called Clubhouse that is like the new rage. And it's basically helping all of the extroverts of the world 
get adjusted to this new normal because it's like a club and it's, I mean, it's literally the party chat, but you know, an app, but it is helping people who are so used to being out there all the time, have a bit of a normal C normalcy again. Mm-hmm. And that probably is going to be the new normal with these virtual things. I saw a uh, one of my Vixen friends, she posted something on her stories and I saw, I guess it was a, a Christmas party and it literally looked like a virtual room and you just saw the faces of the people in the different rooms. And when you went into the rooms, you just heard all the talking or whatever. But I was like, this is this is life for us. And who knows if this was supposed to happen. And we just need to get with the program. You know, things to think about. Um, yep. Are you still doing trivia? I mean, it's just me and you. I mean, I have trivia ready, but I mean, that's if you want to do it, I have questions yeah, for you. Yeah, me with something. You don't have to compete with anybody. So, I mean, on the upside, you win all automatically. Okay. So, <laughs> okay. All right. So, let's see. First question. Um, uh, you know what? I'll end up with that one because it's kind of hard. Okay, we'll start with here. Um, Who was the son of a Pentecostal minister of the House of God Church in Washington, D.C.? Barry White, Marvin Gaye, Luther Vandross, or Lionel Richie? Marvin Gaye. Marvin Gaye. The only reason that came to me is because I I swear I heard that his father was a pastor and his father killed him. Yes. Yes, both true. Yeah. Um, okay, what band consists of three brothers, Charlie, Ronnie, and Robert Wilson um, from Tulsa, Oklahoma? The OJs, the Shy Lights, Black Street, or the Gap Band? Um, what was the... It's a band um, made up of three brothers, Charlie, Ronnie, and Robert Wilson. Uh, what was the band again? Oh, OJ's, The Shy Lights, Black Street, and The Gap Band. My spirit is going with The Gap Band for some reason. <laughs> it is The Gap Band. Everybody knows Charlie. Uh, that's Wilson. why. Hey, girl. That's why. How you I doing? remember one time <laughs> I was, we were, you were, you picked me up to take me somewhere and you were playing some song on the radio. And I was like, who's this? Are you break the car in the middle of the street? Like, Charlie, last name Wilson. Figure it out. And I said, okay. <laughs> All right. Never s- reverse it, reverse I'm it. I'm serious about my reverse goddamn. It, reverse it, reverse it, reverse it. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Who actually let's do this other music question. Which singer released the album Purpose? Willie Nelson, Ariana Grande, Justin Bieber, or Ringo Starr? Um Ain't that a Justin Bieber album? It is a Justin Bieber album. I don't even fuck with him like that, but I was like, I swear (laughs) he had an album like that. Yeah, it it was actually, is that the one that I liked? I think that's the one that I actually liked. And there were a couple songs in there and I was like, 
oh, this, I like the song. And then I'd be like, Google, who sings this song? And it'll be like, that's a Justin Bieber song. And I'd be like, God damn it. I can't, I don't really fuck with him like that. I don't know why. I, you know what? Although and that's I did it, like, like I, from, this is like when he was, so when he first came out and he was just like young, baby, he's like that baby, baby. Kind of like, yeah, like, and so that, and like, you know, all the like eleven year olds were going crazy for Bieber. Like and so I was just like, Yeah, so he's not when for he me. started hanging with but, the blacks, I was like, hmm. This, this yeah. Is and so different. like there's been a couple of times like I've heard a song and be like, Oh, this is a bop and then found out that it was Bieber and I'd be like, So I can't even act like I didn't like it because I liked it and then found out who well, it was. I think it's acceptable to so, like Bieber now. You know? I think it is. I still think that it's funny that he said that he was a little, um, he felt weird about his, I guess, like a Grammy nomination or some music nomination um, for best pop album because he had intended to put out an R&B album and then got nominated for best pop. And he was just like, I feel weird about that because I didn't mean to make a pop album. And I was like... Okay, Justin, have several seats. Um, right. <laughs> Wait, I mean, but he he meant that. And I was like, oh, poor Jay Beebs. <laughs> Anywho, uh, okay, number four. <laughs> Who famously spoke to an empty chair representing President Barack Obama in 2012? Sean Hannity, Sarah Palin, Joe Biden, or Clint Eastwood? Um... I want to say Sean Hannity. That one was Clint Eastwood. Uh, and if you have not seen this, please Google it because it is the weirdest fucking uh, thing. Uh, I might need to. I'm going to have when to because I'm definitely weirded out. He was, it was like at one of the rallies or something. Um, I think it was at the, the Republican National Convention or something. But he was talking to this empty chair and like just like speaking to it like very sternly. And it was just like, what is happening? Because it was like a good like six minute tirade to an well, empty he, chair. And he's like walking around the chair, like pointing at it. It was very well, bizarre. He's a, he's a strange, a strange <laughs> Yeah, it was completely bizarre. A strange um, culture. <laughs> okay, last question. And this one's hard, so I saved it for the end. Um, other than Iceland... Name the only other Nordic country which is not a monarchy. Sweden, Finland, Denmark, or Norway? I don't know. So I'm going to say Denmark. It was Finland. And I also did not know this. I had, I just guessed and I was like, I don't know anything about anybody's monarchy. Um, So I just wanted to throw that question in there. I didn't think that you would know it. Um, and like I, I don't think any less of you because you don't. Because I was like, how do you? I'm like, I was educated in America, which means that I'm super selfish. And I don't know anything that goes on outside somebody, of America. You know what? I'm not proud of it. It just you know it is what it funny? is. Somebody said that on my gaming group was t- was saying something about oh, other countries don't learn American ways, and mm. they were like, why would they? Like living in Barbados, I didn't know shit about American ways. I only do about Barbados history. You know what I mean? They didn't teach us anything American because America is not the center of the universe. Right. Well, and but I mean, like there's other countries who like there are lots of conversations in other countries about the 
U.S. presidency, like about the race and the candidates and the this and the that. I have no idea who is running for president, governor, prime (laughs) minister. I don't even know what like the positions of high office Mm. are in other places. Like unless they have been in the news because they have tried to blow up the U S and then they're like, so-and-so launches an attack. Mm. That's when I learn about these people. Um, but I still don't know shit about them. Like, I can't tell you, like, you know, like, we have a new president every four years. Sometimes it's the same dude, but we get a new, like, there's a new election every four years. I have no idea how that mm. works in other countries. I can- and, like, anywhere. I don't even know how it works, like, upstairs in Canada. So... I think that... I, I got nothing. They kind of learn their own shit. Like, they're just like, let's talk about Canadians' history. Let's talk about Denmark's history. You know what I mean? I mean, we'll hear. Well, I mean, I think that you learn, like, the history of your country. Yes. But in, like, um, so for history, yes, that's generally your country. But for, like, current events, mm-hmm. I think that other countries yeah. have a broader coverage of current events than well, Americans our- do. America is like all America well, all day. Don't well, change our education people. system here is well, right? Mess, yeah. So, so you got three right. Three, three out of five. I as a spot. I want to <laughs> hang that up on my wall. <laughs> Foxhall, I want to thank you so much for listening to this podcast today. I hope you learned something or figured something out in your life that you can apply if you are going in the direction of the crazy. Um. Thank you for even sticking with us uh, till episode nine. That just means so much to me and I'm so grateful. Yes. Uh, We are going on our winter season break, but we will be back next year for, and our first episode back, we will have the amazing pose at the non-corporate girls. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I cannot wait to talk to them. And, you know, me and Pose, we've known each other since, what, 2002? Hello? That's like a long time. So I can't, I mean, that's almost around the time, well, me and you have known each other since the Bible was made. But, uh, <laughs> right. But, you know, she's one of my long, long standing BFFs at this moment. So I'm very grateful to have her on. But, Foxhole, I hope you have an amazing Christmas. Uh, happy. Be happy New Year. I hope that everything that you want next year will come come true. And even if it doesn't, I hope you learn something and are able to grow and it's life-changing for the better. But we will see you next year. And uh, yeah, have a good week ahead and we will talk soon. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Bye. Happy Kwanzaa and Hanukkah. Happy Christmas. Hanukkah. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everyone.